What, let's talk business. Yes, Ask sir. Pat about real estate. Yeah, talk to him. Here we are, present day, downtown mm-hmm. Indy. Um, now, you always didn't start. This is your own brokerage, your own team. Mm-hmm. Um, you always didn't start that way. You obviously were part of some other teams in the past, and you're also a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Still, so, so you've been doing teaching and real estate for how long? Uh, I've been doing the real estate five years now. Okay. Uh, prior to, I was in the real estate when I was around, what, 24? Okay. And I just didn't understand the 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 death of it, uh, and I didn't understand what I actually had. So I let it go when I was like 25. Mm. And when I turned 44, I got back into it. So Okay, so yeah. you got your license in your 20s? Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yes, when I was young. So yeah. you just kept your license for... 20 plus years until you I actually lost the lights. I let it go because <laughs> I didn't understand how the real estate market works. I had that going on. Yeah. So, and then to look back, um, there's a lady, uh, actually her name's Regina. She worked with me. She was a ex, she was a coach cheerleader at the time mm. and she was at the office. So we started about the same time. And, uh, when I went back into real estate, by coincidence or really by the grace of God, somehow she ended up being my managing broker. Wow. Something kept telling me to That's go. That's universe. Yeah. Something said, go to that office on Pike. And uh, a guy from the South side said, Hey, I want you to come to my office. And I was like, nah, something's telling me to go to Pike. So I went to Pike and when I got there, it was her. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, we started like 20 years ago together. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's your gut right there. That's, yeah. that's something telling you that. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. To keep it going. Like I, if I would have stayed, I wonder where I would have been. So. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, but you didn't understand the depth when you're 24. What made you hop back into it at 44? What was the well, turning Well, it's point? always been something with me and wanting to do real estate. Um, I, I like it. Uh, it's something about just being able to do these transactions to help people out uh, and to be financially rewarded for doing so, mm. you know, and just seeing people happy as all outdoors because they're purchasing their first home or selling a home to move into another or whatever the case may be. It's just like everybody's happy after the closing. And then so have you always had a sales real estate background or was it a what was I've that always first? had a sales background. OK, even yeah. with teaching? Yeah, I've always did something. <laughs> Some side hustle, yeah, selling something, something on the to side. make more money. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, always. And then, so how was that? I mean, how'd you get that business rolling, you know? Well, I uh, started with just going back to Carpenter. And while I was there, I started to learn about something called wholesaling. Okay. Uh, and then I started to learn about investors. And then I started to learn that, hey, those people use actual cash. <laughs> they don't use loans. Right. Like, how are they doing this? So once I started to learn that, I said, uh, you know what? This is for me. This is this is where I need to be, especially with the age that I am and the things that I want to accomplish before I retire. Mm. So it, I, I think it's going to give me the opportunity to do a lot and make a lot in a short amount of time. So now, fast forward, you're trying to buy homes for cash. Yes, correct? cash. Yeah, so if you have a home and you're listening to this and you need some cash, uh, give me a call. Do you still buy and sell homes though if people want to go that route? Yes, I sure do. Yeah, my company is a licensed uh, brokerage in the state of Indiana, so I am able to list your house and put it on our BLC and uh, advertise it for all of the realtors and buyers in the in, in the area. Do you like? buyers listing what what do you have preferred to do both or i do both i okay. do both yeah where's like your typical clients based out of location i'm gonna say the central indianapolis area 
uh, and the surrounding areas, uh, Avon, um, Brownsburg, Plainsville, Zionsville, uh, even go as far east uh, to McCordsville. Anywhere you can drive. Yes, pretty much. Anywhere you can drive, you're going you're gonna to help your client out. Yes, you already know. So how do you do this with working as a teacher as well? How do you do that? Um, so I teach business. Oh. Uh, real estate is a business. <laughs> so, hand in hand. Yeah, so my kids hear a lot about real estate. <laughs> I bet it's nice. What, where do you teach at? Uh, Phelan Leadership Academies here mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Yeah, that's uh, you don't get many teachers that are actually doing the doing the thing, you know, in terms of uh, of a business perspective. So that's probably really good, really yeah. beneficial for the students. Yeah, yeah, I try my best to teach them everything I can about personal finance, and also about business, just in case one of them, uh, you know, sparks something in them and they like, yeah, I want to do that. So, and this is my last year teaching as well. So in June, I'm going to walk away and I'm going to focus on my businesses. Mm. And I'm telling the kids because they're like, why are you leaving? Is it because of us? <laughs> I'm like, nah, nah, it's not because of you. It's the fact that I'm teaching you and I feel like I'm teaching myself at the same time. Yes. And something in my spirit is saying, okay, go, do Make it. Make the leap. Yeah, don't just talk about it, be about it. Right. Well, how long have you been teaching for? Uh, about five years as well. Okay, so you've been, okay. What did you do before teaching? Um, I done did a lot, man. I, I, I'm known as the jack of all trades <laughs> amongst my friends. Whatever brings the money in. Yeah, yeah. I done <laughs> sold uh, insurance. I done sold health insurance, car insurance, life insurance. Yeah. I done sold a lot of things in my life. So, uh, but previously before going into teaching, I was at Allstate and I was mm. selling uh, insurance. Oh, so you've, can, do you still have those licenses? No, no, no. I had thought about keeping them, but yeah. I was like, you know what? Going all, all in on one thing. Yeah. I was like, you know, all my life I've been a jack of tr- all trades, yeah. so uh, I want to master one, and <laughs> this is the one that I'm going to master. You hear that, Wyatt? T- tell us about Wyatt. Let's let's divvy. We bring we call him Young Jamie as we would in Rogan's Ordeal. This is, uh, he really needs some help with that, Pat. He, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think he's got seven companies going right now. Okay. He, okay. he can't, uh, give us a little taste, Wyatt. What do you got cooking, buddy? I think we, uh. Sam asked me the other day. He said, "Hey, how many how many things have you uh, have you started?" <laughs> and I, I got to thinking, and I think I maybe uh, I started listing off some some companies that I started. I think I got to like twenty. Twenty. Yeah, hey, that's impressive. And then Sam told me that I needed to like go to like one of those things with like the you know they go to like the rehab where they <laughs> they have to talk through their problems. A A. What that's is what it? it is? It's an addiction. Right. A and A or whatever. Speaking my language, man. Yeah. And it's not, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, we all have a certain amount of time energy. So we need to just know how much time and energy to focus into each. For instance, the Sam Fauci show, I don't have time to do that to to help you with that 24 seven, but I'm going to, I can allocate a couple of minutes and seconds through the day to help you because you're going to be the one to invest most of your time. Right. That's and I've even my own, not to harp on why I've, you could ask my dad. He'd be like, even it was funny. We just went to this B and I that I joined. And my dad's like, he literally stood up. He said, "I'm just grateful that my son finally found something that's gonna not only work, but he's doing one thing." <laughs> I mean, I've tried to sell everything, man. I've been selling since, but that's part of the game. I feel mm-hmm. like if you don't go through all those hoops, even like, I mean, look how much stuff you sold. Right. I mean, look at why. I mean, that's just how you get. That's how you figure yourself out. Right. Right. That's that's my take. I mean. I wouldn't be doing an interview business if I hadn't spent the last five years interviewing anybody, going through that, trying this, trying that. Mm-hmm. That's how you actually make it. I right. See. Or make something that could make you money 
to then build on that. Right. You know, but did it, oh, go ahead. From doing all of that, you find out what, what do I like? Exactly. You know what? I like that. Yep. You know? And right. I don't like that. <laughs> yes. Right. But maybe I still need to just, do that. Maybe I outsource. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it does come down to you only have a finite amount of energy and time throughout your day. Mm-hmm. And if you're got seven, I think it was Casey Nightstaff. He, he put like seven boxes and he's like, well, if you put, this amount of time to each box, it'll go up about this much. Like it was all kind of flatlining. He's mm-hmm. like, if you took all that and put it into one box, it's it's a big skyscraper. Yes. And that to me makes a, a, a lot of sense just because it is. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's what you put in is what you get so out. So I heard a, a millionaire say, or I might have read this before, that all millionaires have at least seven streams of income. And I can see that because just because it's a stream of income doesn't mean that it's taking up your time. Yes. I agree with that to where... When I've noticed too, a lot of people that have made a ton of money, they'll be able to create streams of income, but they'll do it in terms of they build one thing up and then they'll make those other things feed off that one, mm-hmm. I call it an engine. Mm-hmm. So at that regard, you're still, okay, on paper you have seven streams coming in, but if they're all focusing with each other, it's not as, you know, I've seen like Hudson Plumbing, they're starting to hydro what is that uh, excavation company Wyatt yeah it's hydro excavation but the reason they did that is because they were already I believe don't quote me on this they were already doing excavation jobs or they're seeing a need so it made sense right so if it feeds off of it mm-hmm. it's not going to be as because you may already have the labor you may already have the the stuff in play to to operate that mm-hmm. that's kind of my take is right. if you are going to try to do more than one thing make it all loop together right for instance I'm an appraiser there you go yeah, but I mean, I deal with houses. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you still, the, yeah. You buy, I was going to say you buy and sell homes. You could take homes for cash and more or less own them. Is it your own them yourself? Is that what the plan is there with those investors? Yes, and then flipping them. And then flipping them. Mm-hmm. So a flipping business goes right along with being an agent mm-hmm. as well as being an appraiser. Mm-hmm. So I think that is, in my opinion, that's the only way you can make that work right. in terms of doing more than one thing. But yeah, let's uh, let's keep trucking on the real estate game. So, when did all this new branding, the new hop into your own brokerage? What was the leap there? I know that uh, was a big thing. Yeah, yeah, that was about uh, two and a half years ago. I decided to do it. So, as a real estate agent, you're basically a uh, contractor. Correct. So, you know, I had to have my own business, you know, to you know, for write-offs and things like that. So, while I'm at Carpenter, I'm like, hmm. Okay, I got my own company, my own LLC. What do I got to do to get my own brokerage? Mm. So I started to investigate, and I found out. And when I found out, I was like, that's it? (laughs) So I went ahead and did it. And, uh, of course, it takes a little bit of money, but for the most part, that was it, you know? Some paperwork through the state. I took care of that, and bam, here I am. Josh Magani, we had him on at White Stag Realty, and he made the same comment. He's like, it's not that hard on paper to get a brokerage Mm -hmm. going like you said money there's some licensing again but he's like the barrier of entry isn't as much as you think no not at all not at all which is interesting i mean but you know i I get it there's pros to being with the brokerage in terms of what they pay for this and that and the Mm -hmm. training but i mean if you get out there and you get on your feet and you're established you have your own clients Mm kind of hurts the brain to be like well why am I giving a cut here and there? To, uh-huh. I mean, these are my people. I brought these right. people. You unless unless the brokerage is giving you the lead, I get that side of things as well. Yes. There's a lot of logistics that have to be played out, but uh, 
That's interesting. So you've been working as your own brokerage, your own guy for two and a half years. Yeah. What have you seen pro and con versus doing that by yourself versus being on a team, another brokerage? What What have you liked and disliked about that? Well, uh, when there's a problem, the only person I have to talk to <laughs> is myself. Yep, <laughs> yeah, yep. that's the first problem. Right. It's not a bunch of other people. But then there's associations around and different mentor groups and different investor groups that you could become a part of and you know talk with people and build friendships and relationships and those become the people that would essentially be at the office mm. you know so that helps out a lot so let's talk to i want to go into the say someone wants to go through the role play of giving or you take their cat or you'd buy their home mm -hmm. correct for mm -hmm. cash yes how does that process work um so say someone has a home that maybe they got left in a uh, inheritance mm. and they don't want it Right. You know, I, I can come buy that home from you, you know. Of course, we're going to have to negotiate the price, make sure it's uh, beneficial for both parties. But that's the basic, that's the basis of it. You know? Principle of it. Yeah, yeah. What's the pro of going with you versus, in a, a you know, the other way? Well, you get you cash. So it's uh, quick. Yeah, very quick. There's no loans, uh, anything. You tell me the price. If it makes sense, the numbers make sense, then we can take it to the closing table in about two weeks to 30 days at most. Do you have to get it inspected? Um, not in, in terms of a, a regular inspection. I would like to have some people come through and tell me about the mechanics of the mm -hmm. home. So I'll know what I'm getting into. You right. know, if something's broke, needs to be replaced, you know, like water heater or furnace, things like that. Interesting. Yeah. So what do you do? Let's flip now to the buying and selling of your own real estate. What do you bring to the table that other agents don't? Um, I'm going to say I bring me, my personality, because there is no other me. Mm. Uh, I'm a person that uh, listens. Uh, I'm a person that can communicate with you. Uh, I turn into like a psychiatrist or a friend, <laughs> you know? Yep. So you're not just coming into this with a, a person who's like, yeah, yeah, I want to sell that. Oh, I got you. And putting it on the MLS and it is what it is. And when it disappears, you never hear from me or see me again, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, for um, sure. I'm going to do what I can. Uh, I actually just sold a house. And the situation's weird. Uh, I can't get in contact with the realtor any longer. Mm. Uh, she, and I'm like, okay. You know, and there was a situation that occurred where I need to get in contact with her. But at least I did my due diligence. And uh, hey, it's not on me at this point. <laughs> right. But I think it does play a big part in just, I could see a lot of realtors, you know, they're one and done. Once they mm -hmm. get you, they get that commission. They're running right, running right. off to the promised land. And see, I can't do that. I'm not in that situation. Uh, I have my daughter. Uh, I have two daughters, actually. I have uh, two grandkids, and I'm not doing this just for me. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this so I can lay a blueprint out and something that they can see and grasp onto. Like, okay, Papa did that. Mm. I'm going to keep doing that because it worked. Right. So where do you see yourself going for the next four to five years in terms of buying, selling, flipping mm -hmm. what's the uh, i want to go outside of indiana mm. uh, i want to i have rental properties now in michigan so i've done a little bit outside but i also want to go into illinois i want to check that chicago market out it's like the third largest city in the world in the For u.s sure. so i would love to be a part of it uh, i want to just touch different areas and you know learn about real estate and oh there's a new city uh being built called Tolosa. i don't know if mm. a lot of people know that America will have a brand new city uh, soon. So I'm a, I don't want to say I'm a part of it, but I'm there and I'm in the forums and I'm listening and participating and putting my input in as well. And, 
You know, I want to be a part of things like that. So how do you manage your rental properties from a different state if you live here in Indy? Internet. Internet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, technology. <laughs> do you have a property manager or do you do it? No, right now it's just me, but I do have plans once I you know, get more and it gets to a point where it's like, okay, I need a property management company. Uh, I've spoken with a few family members, actually, and we were talking about just creating one, too, mm. uh, because I have family members that also have rental properties, and I figure we could all be our first client, you know? Exactly. And there's people, that. Yeah, there's that funnel it all through. Now yep, you have your yep. own management company. Yeah. You pay the management. Now it's a tax write-off. Yeah. Yeah. But the only the thing is, I don't want to give a lot of time. <laughs> yes. So creating that entity, it would have to be something that I could help create and then walk away hands off yeah. property management is so time we have a buddy who's in it mm -hmm. and he's got about 45 airbnbs that he does and i mean he's on his phone 24 yeah, you seven. know and i don't know mm, mm, <laughs> white can attest to that i mean how i mean he just said that's just what how it goes i mean when you're in that game and you're running cleaners for all these properties gosh i mean there's a lot to it when it comes especially short term because it's such a high, quick in and out, in and out, right. which means more foot traffic on the property, more stuff breaking, more, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're in the ballpark. I just mean myself. Do you do long-term? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. doing the That's old school was, rentals. Right well, that now. would be easier, right, mm -hmm. in terms of making sure it doesn't. There's probably calls that still come your way. Yeah, yeah. But the short-term, I think... If you're doing it in a different state, you almost have to have a manager, in my opinion. I mean, I don't well, know. It, it just depends. Like, because if you're if you have a good property, then they're not going to keep calling you. There's no True. reason to call. You know, if you get a warranty uh, for the mechanics of the house. If something does go wrong, you hit the warranty company. They'll come in, take care of it. Um, so it, 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 there's ways to do it, but there is a, a fear that I hear from people. I would never be a rent uh, a landlord. Oh, I couldn't yeah. do it. I, this, that, and the other. I hear a lot of horror stories. But I also hear a lot of successful stories, yeah. too. I just, I mean, to me, it's the best place to park your money, though. Mm -hmm. You can, people who always say, oh, all these problems, with, well, what, do you, what do you want to go invest in? I mean, <laughs> give me something better than that. That's right. part of the game. There was a, uh, a older gentleman I met when I started to, you know, learn about this investing. And he allowed me to sell his last rental property. He mm. had 18. Mm. He was like 80-something years old. This was the first time I ever went to a closing and the guy walked away with a check. Nobody else got paid but him. Mm. And it was about like 84000 And I'm doing the math like, okay, he's 80-something years old. This is his last rental property out of 18. He walked away with this check. So he got 17 other checks. Like that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm right. like, okay, all right. Let's see how this goes. His retirement is good to go. I just think it's, I mean... If you want to complain about how hard it would be to own a rental, I mean, well, don't complain that you don't have. A, I mean, that's just part of that's just part of it. I mm -hmm. just i I got a few soda machines. I mean, the crap break it breaks. Right. People try to break into. It. I mean, it's <laughs> just part of having an asset, right? You definitely, know? yeah. It's just that's just how it goes. It's I just if you want to, it, it's going to be hard to have the the, the success in that regard, mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. that goes with anything. But at least with owning assets, it's not. Peaches and cream. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're going to be able to just, you know, oh, well, I just invested even in a franchise, whatever it may be. It's mm -hmm. going to take a lot of their ups and downs. Yes, So yes. that's, I mean, I just have always, rental properties make the most sense. And if, I mean, if you can move into, you know, buildings or whatever it may be, <sighs> oh my just gosh. anything. I would love to buy a building one gosh, day. Gosh, wouldn't it yeah. be nice? Yes, with some commercial space at the bottom, oh, apartments yeah. above. Yeah. 
that's when it gets real fun. Yeah. But then you'd still have big, bigger fires, mm-hmm. you know, at bigger scale. But still, I just, I don't know. That to me makes the most sense in terms of in terms of investing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just make sure you got the right people in place for you know when those things happen. It's taken care of, kind well, of like insurance. Right. Well, I was gonna say too. Okay, you get those big time assets, but if you have, like you said, people in place to outsource to, and it still mm-hmm. makes sense that you're making good money. Yeah. Then you're, you know, you're still the guy saying yes, no to people, but you still have a lot of people, good people beside you. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it, you, it, you can make it work. Right. Definitely. But back to your uh, brokerage. So are you looking to grow an agent or are you going to, where are you going with that? Uh, yes, I, I am. Um, I'm looking for the right people. Um, Cause again, this is something that I don't want to say I don't want to be hands-on with it, but because uh, this will be my baby, but right. I would like people to manage, to help manage the different offices because right. I don't want to have, I don't want to be the manager of each office, you know? I just want to put one in place and then mimic it, mm. you know, and give people the opportunity to grow with me. What kind of people are you looking for in terms of, is it just a manager? Is it for someone to buy and sell home? Like, oh, yeah, someone to manage the offices. I'm uh, looking for people to... Uh, be agents of the office, you know, to get out here. Just, just kind of like uh, building a brand, you know, just mm. like the other companies that are out here, Remax and the right. Talk to Tuckers and the uh, Carpenters, you know. Now you got to ask Pat as well. What's your ideal agent? Do they need to be experienced? Do they need to be new to the game? Or what do you look Right at? now, I would love experienced. Uh, in the next few years, I would love to start taking on new we- uh, newbies. Mm. What do you give... Do you do training for these agents? What do you offer in terms of... When the newbies come, there will be training. Okay. What yes. about, I mean, there are little incentives in terms of, I don't know what all comes with selling real estate. There's the signs in the yard. Do you do that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, definitely. You're definitely going to get your signs to go in the yard. Um, Lock boxes, that's one. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. hear about that. Yeah, everything will be provided as far as uh, marketing. Some of it, marketing, as, as yeah. a realtor, uh, most of the things that you do, you do come out of pocket for, so... Um, the experienced people would come on knowing that you know, some of them will have what they need. Uh, but in the future, I would have to get a situation together to where I can at least help the newbies come on and have it at a discounted rate. Mm. Or, uh, you know, like when I got on, I remember years ago, um, there was a guy named Art, rest in peace. He was my first uh, managing broker. And the things that we did, some of them were discounted. Uh, back in the day, it was horrible, though, I think, because you had to pay desk fees. Mm-hmm. You had to pay for the paper. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't, they didn't even have the Internet then. No. Yeah, so the MLS is a book. And you'd have what? To, yeah, a you had to, book? Yeah, every house in the city was oh in a book. Oh, my gosh. That makes my head hurt. <laughs> I, didn't even, I just put that into perspective, how big the MLS is. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it was wild back in the day. What was uh why what was Lindsay and what were they saying was crazy back in the day? Do you remember that conversation? I don't. There was they said every call you don't remember that at all, Wyatt? Where they said every call would come through and they'd have to follow up on that. I think they were talking about something with Zillow. Something where Zillow would call. I think it was every listing. I don't know. <laughs> I can't put my. They made we made a clip out of it, but uh-huh. it was just like it was so much. Wow. Because yeah. it was before how the infrastructure of Zillow is now. Mm-hmm. And it's like they were just getting calls all the time from even, I think it was homes that were already sold, right, Wyatt? That's what it was. It was, I don't know, it was just an on a ton, a ton of calls. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't imagine operating and not having the, the luxury we have now. I know, the internet. I mean, yeah. even Wyatt talking about it's like we, we take for granted being able to transfer money from accounts to accounts. I mean, Quick. 
Imagine Never having to go to the bank every and some I people used, still do that. I used to go to the bank with my grandmother. I'll never forget that. We'd catch the bus <laughs> to the bank. I would I, just to pay bills. Just to pay bills, just to just to know the number of what you have. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest to me is like I get on a phone, I know how much I had here, how much I've spent. I mean, do you imagine <laughs> having to call? Hey, pro- how much I got in there? <laughs> They probably didn't spend that much back then. True. Yeah. That's maybe that's the luxury is the accessibility of the, the digital age makes us spend more. I don't know. Man, it's so easy to just tap. Oh, it is. I mean, is that away. how easy it was? Or was that that machine take dollars back there? For yeah, the, yeah. Okay. I had to put two dollars. I was looking for it though. It used to have it. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna put my phone up and Normally, scan it. They had an app before on that machine, and mm-hmm. I think they pulled it because it wasn't doing amount of foot traffic that yeah, makes sense because yeah. it costs more to have a scanner. Right. They charge you per transaction too. Yeah. I don't have it on my machines. I just have dollars because it gets, you get kind of, you know, mm-hmm. it's harder to operate in terms of how much it costs to have a card scanner per thing. Yeah. I had a friend tell me before, uh, you can't, uh, you can't find cash. No. <laughs> don't pay me with a card. No. I <laughs> Give know. me cash. They can't keep track of it. <laughs> right. It's a good point. It is. Yeah. Cards are all, tr- yeah, for sure. No doubt. But it's going to disappear one day. There will be no more cash. You don't think, you think so? Mm-hmm. You think yeah. it's going to go? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Digital currency is going to help with that. Do you do you invest in digital currency? Not yet. No, I have. But uh, as a matter of fact, it was a company called Vonage. I was doing it through, or Voyager, I think. Voyage? Yeah. Voyager? started with a V. It was an app with a blue app with a white V. Mm. They went bankrupt. <laughs> Glad you didn't do it with them. Yeah, yeah, they went bankrupt. That's where my money was at. And now my money is just somewhere in the universe, and another company took over. Um, and now I'm waiting for them to say, hey, your funds are here now. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully it'll all get together to where it can be like secure and, you know, trusting in yeah. a sense, you know, where like, hey, I'll put it there and it's there and it's not going anywhere. Well, it's so new that I think it's like kind of like the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. They have to figure their, themselves out. I mean, how new is crypto? 10 years, 12 years? Right. They they don't know what the heck's going on yeah, either. I it's mean, been a few millionaires made off of it too. Oh, yeah. I, I think it, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. You just want to get through the bankruptcies, the scams, like the one guy, Sam Friedman or whatever. I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know enough on that topic, but it is real. You're going to see more of that, too. It's not going to stop in terms of, I mean... I watch a lot of sci-fi. Everything I've watched as a child has happened. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that. All of it. I'm like, wow. And then to think, there's a lot of stuff that I've seen watching these shows that hasn't happened yet. Right. And I'm like, whoa. They don't put it in there just for fun. Mm-mm. There's, no. there's a reason behind putting stuff really before it happens. Yep, just to get you mentally ready. Yeah, <laughs> you know, hey, we may have seen this already happen unfold, but you know, we're, we're going to let you guys get a taste. Yeah. No, I'm fully believing that. Even with real estate, uh, I don't know how this is being done, but you can sell real estate in the metaverse. Really. Yep. You got to take a class, of course, to figure it out. Right. <laughs> and I haven't taken that class yet, but. I'm like, okay, where is it going to be? How does that work? Uh, the same question I have. I'm thinking about cloud storage. Okay, I see that uh, because I've dealt with it, but I'm like, okay, what about the real estate? What am I going to be able to put there? <laughs> a virtual building? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who's staying in this Yeah, <laughs> a virtual Airbnb? <laughs> I don't know. 
Like someone puts on the Oculus and now they're your tenant, they pay you? Yeah, I, man, I can't wait to figure it out, you know. I think I'm probably going to invest in one of these courses so I can, so I can be on the forefront of it because that's kind of wild and freaky. Wyatt, what's your take on that? I don't When it comes to virtual real estate, that's I just wild. don't. It makes sense in your head. Like if, if like, I think the big thing that like a lot of the people struggle with, like the metaverse and stuff, is they just struggle to have like users on their platform. Like mm-hmm. if, if there were people that were like to get into a world and they were playing on a world, then yeah, I could see that you can buy the real estate and sell it. Mm. But mm. I think people are just struggling getting like the users on a certain platform. If that makes sense, just n- not enough attention. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I can see what you said about having a, a world, you know, and then everybody wants to come there, you know, a little virtual space. Yeah, because if you look at like a, like a Minecraft or something online, like you can see like there's a ton of different servers and people, there's like thousands of people in each server playing. I could see on that note, okay, yeah, you could buy and sell that real estate. Yeah. It well, makes sense. Supply and demand, I guess, yeah. at that point. It's just when it's real estate and not real in a virtual space, what is the real purpose of it? It's a little shaky. You know, yeah. like what, what is the real asset here? Right. It's a virtual ordeal. They need to change the name to virtual estate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of real estate. I would it's, make, not real. it's not real. No. <laughs> At all. Well, I think that's a wrap. Patrick McNeil. Yes, sir. Ask Pat about real estate. Yeah. Thanks for coming on today. Seriously. You're welcome, Sam. This is Thank a, you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad we made this happen. This has been in the works for year two years i don't know probably longer than that you've known me since i was a little kid which is <laughs> i know wild to think every about time too. i see you i just go back to the little kid i was like oh god dang he's not a little anymore <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't imagine being auto peel when i was a little kid how was it were they writing on books and all that fun stuff um no you were actually most of the time i seen you you were just standing there walking around in the back you know behind the counter sometimes i've seen you come out in front sometimes i remember that i done had a couple of cars i had tinted up there oh yeah good old days i remember the uh second to the last time i went to get my car tinted your dad made me feel old <laughs> i don't i was asking him you know i used to get five percent or is that the, the darkest you could get and he was like uh well, we're getting old, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want that right now. <laughs> yeah, so I got the 20%. And I'm glad I did because even with the 20 at night, I'm like rolling the window down. Like, man, where am I at? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I have you, the same. You have to wear readers? Yes, I do. I do. That's, I, I, and that's crazy. It's part of the game. Yeah, I got about five pair. I keep one oh. in the room, one in a car, one in the living room. Yeah, I have them everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing my dad gets most frustrated about is if he breaks them, loses them. I mean, you mm-hmm. might, he's gone. He's got to go get some. Yeah. He can't operate without that. And the though. iPhone is a wonderful tool. They have a magnifying glass on there. Really? Yeah, so you can look at it, zoom in it. You can even take a picture so you can kick back and look at it. So oh. I use that a lot, too. I didn't know that. Maybe yeah. I'll tell my dad about that. Yeah. Yeah, if he has an iPhone, he'll love it. Android. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. I told him, like, switch the iPhone. He just, he's sticking with the Android. So, yeah. I don't know. Some people love him. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm an iPhone or nothing. For life. <laughs> uh, if I'm looking to, to, to sell my house cash, how do I get into contact with you? If you have questions about uh, buying or selling real estate or even potentially me purchasing your real estate for cash, don't talk to the rest. Ask Pat, because I'm the best. You can call me at 317-370-9494, or you can check me out at askpataboutrealestate.com. Take you straight to my Facebook business page. You can leave a message, connect with me, and uh, we can go from there. That's a wrap. Yes, sir. Sam Fouch Show.